What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Podcast. We're going to get fucking demonetized. Anyway, welcome to the Sean Paul Podcast. For all your Sean Paul news, welcome to... I think I just blew out the fucking speakers with my goddamn excited Sean Paul intro. We are the number one podcast related to temperature by Sean Paul news. This is true. Uh, this is true. No other podcast is talking about temperature by Sean Paul right now. Temperature <laughs> by Sean Paul is a very good song. We are and, a temperature by uh, Sean Paul podcast. I'm Dana. Yeah, we've, we've, I'm Sam. We've rebranded in the last two weeks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is all my fault. I decided last Saturday that it would be a very good day to have an enema, and it was a very, very, wait, very what? bad. Wait, what? I told you that I had like previous arrangements that I, I was like there was some vaccination shit, and I couldn't. But no, I got an enema, and everything went wrong. This person was not licensed. All of a sudden, we have. Wait, what? Does this really happen? And that's why the podcast was late this week. Welcome, everyone, to the Virtual Homework Podcast, the number what? one virtual homework podcast. I, w- I went too hard. I went to 11. I was like, let's the, let's make a fun podcast intro. The number one virtual homework podcast? <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? We go away for a week, and I, we lose our mojo. Listen, I, I listen, like go to in. Everybody. So we've we done this one time before. We had a double podcast for when something very large comes out, like Death Stranding. Uh, and this time around, we had to do the same thing because uh, of a major release. Because Fuser came out like eight months ago for, for <laughs> PC. You know, like, the week yeah, that I, I, Death Stranding came out, we're like, oh, th- well, okay, the week that Death Stranding came out for non-PS4 consoles, aka the PC, we're like, we're gonna actually, like, deep, deep dive into this, yeah. get a really good gameplay, like, understanding so we could talk about the game. This time, we're like, oh, Fuser, I guess we're playing Fuser, I don't really want to play Fuser. Real and- quickly, I know that that's the game we played this week. Obviously, if I have people reading the title of this, they know we played Fuser. I have a few questions for you. Have you played Cyberpunk? I have played Cyberpunk, and we could get into Cyberpunk a lot, but I have a back question for you. Just We're, we're slinging questions over here. What is the deal with the trending tab? On Dana's Twitter, because that's the that's what we left our podcast oh on a cliff ho- hangover from two weeks ago. What it was just fanboy hooters, right? We're gonna see and what it is now. There were people that were of the fanboy. Uh, it's community. WrestleMania thirty seven. Benito. This is the most boring stuff of all time. Let's get into the podcast. Apex okay? Legends spelled wrong. Big Chungus. All right. Did you play a game this week? Or last week, for that matter? You actually didn't play a game last week. I'm calling you out. Someone's a little busy. Uh, uh yeah, I, I played Fuser. Okay, you well you played it this week. You didn't play it the last week. Yeah, okay, we're listen, having I, a I, okay. I've been playing a shit ton of Maple Story. I got level two fifty. Yeah, this is not a Maple Story podcast. We are having drama on the pod. Okay, we're gonna have what? drama on the pod for the next couple weeks because <sighs> we might have to intervene. Dana's been playing MMOs. One human being cannot play three MMOs. That's like. <laughs> You ever like see that one? Oh, as a WoW player, you've seen the episode of South Park where it's like, how how must you how can you kill which has no life? It's basically that situation, except in real life. Like, how could you intervene on someone who has no life? Three I'm MMOs. 
I don't play. Th- what are, what's the third one I play? RuneScape. I guess you don't play that anymore. I Two play MMOs. One MMO is already too much for a single I, person to I handle. I play like a half of two MMOs, so I'm playing like one and a quarter MMOs right now. That's like saying I work half, two halves of full-time jobs. I go into both of them, but I don't put an effort to either of them. Like, no, that's yeah. not how it works. That's not how it works. You need to only play Fuser and Fuser-related content from now Fuser, on. We played Fuser this week. Can I say something? Uh, you need you, First off, you, you bleep this part out. This is game i've ever played in my life yeah i don't really under okay so i don't necessarily disagree with you i think that there's actually a trend in video games of okay i think there's actually a trend in rhythm games where they make the games very effeminate and that's not necessarily like i don't have problem with that but it just isolates a certain demographic of people who would otherwise otherwise play rhythm games i don't want to even say effeminate i just think this we should not do this just bleep it out (laughs) okay all right well okay so i think there is actually a trend especially with just dance uh there there was a time period where i think that rhythm games especially first of all let's preface this and say that both dana and i have played rhythm games for most of our lives like i legitimately since like 2001 i have been playing ddr or ddr variants for my entire life yeah and there was a time where I think that like dance games were just like any other video game where they tried to appeal to a much more general audience. Yeah. But with the eventual uh, popularity of DDR, which 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 came out and took the world by a storm, but like as Absolutely. DDR became more and more like technologically with the times, that turned into just dance and just dance emphasized the demographic that isn't necessarily appealing to a general demographic i'm not going to say that like ddr wasn't considered girly back in the day but even if it was considered girly back in the day the vast majority of people i knew who actually played and actually got to a higher level it's just how it was and i think it was just due to the fact that hardcore gaming was a man's world uh back in the day were necessarily men with the advent of just dance I feel like it really attracted people who were legitimately into dancing. And while there are many male dancers, the vast majority of people who want a dancing video game, which is like actual dancing. Like dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, were were, uh, women. And I feel like this actually took that trend and went, towards that route with a game like dj hero like this is I, I, this I is don't the think logical this is specifically uh gendered or anything like that i think this is just towards a, a different generation uh of, of people in general who appreciate this kind of era of music and i guess style of game but i think they just completely hit the mark this game just comes off as someone like that was like 45 like how, how are we gonna make the music game for for these kids you know so i'm I mean? gonna say you said hit the mark are you a fan or not a fuser Oh no, this game sucks. Yeah, this game sucks. I I wanna I wanna say this is like the easiest way I could describe Fuser because this game is actually impossible to describe, and I just went on a rant that might have gotten me canceled. So I'm sorry if you if you haven't gotten to the description of Fuser yet. But Just Dance to DDR is Fuser to DJ Hero. Does that yeah. make sense to you? Yeah. Like basically. Just Dance took the concept of DDR, which was like, and it was trying to be dancing, but it was so far removed from dancing that fucking nerds could play it. Yeah. And they looked at DJ Hero, which is like, again, like it's, it's fun in its own right, but it's definitely not DJing. And they like tried to make a hyper-realistic approach, but in the process, they kind of got clinical to the point where it didn't become fun for a lot of people who were coming from the video game aspect. In fact, I think that this is actually a trend in rhythm games that is detrimental to the genre. And 
It's only a trend in is, AAA's. Is, is it just trying to appeal to like a wider audience, or I don't even think it's trying to appeal to a wider audience, but it's trying to appeal to a hyper realistic model of like what a rhythm game is meant to be, like DDR turning into actual dancing, this turning into actual like making mixtapes, because that's what this game basically is. You're mixing different parts of different songs together and trying to score as many points as possible. I think the best rhythm games, at least for me as a rhythm game player, are games that aren't inherently trying to like do something realistic like games yeah. like you beat which is literally right behind me that's an amazing rhythm game and it's like not trying to be something you see that in the arcade space but for the triple a yeah. market at like the console level you just see like stuff that appeals to well, the lowest there's like, there's like, like there's like guitar hero there's like just dance and stuff like that but you could make a, an argument that like something like guitar hero is actually quite technical and really fun to play just dance is something that definitely appeals to like a really really wide audience and i think they were just trying to take that same concept and apply it to something like the G, uh dj hero formula because like i i just think that they were just trying to make a new age rhythm game to appeal to as many people as possible yeah and that's honestly why i picked this game like i've been playing rhythm games my entire life but i'll admit that i'm in kind of a slump right now and that like i've played so many rhythm games and spent so many hours on rhythm games i got sick of it for a very long time so i'm like you know what what is in the cards right now and what happened is that they made this game that, that's yeah, really it. it that's Fuser. This is the newest rhythm game that exists. Yeah, basically what this game is, is they take like all these modern hits uh, in music, whether it's like EDM, uh, pop music. So you're going to see stuff like Billie Eilish. You're going to see, you know, like, you know, Benny Benassi or like Marshmello, like, so, like super, super like Zoomer-esque like artists and stuff like that. You'll see some like classics like Salt and Pepper. You know, you may see some like 50 Cent in the club, like really like really really generic uh genre defining finding songs throughout the years and stuff like that where you just kind of make excuse me mix different uh i guess instruments from each of the different songs each of the songs have like four different instruments that you can blend into each other uh mix and match take away to kind of like make a song yeah basically you take baby by justin bieber's instrumental and then you put Coldplay's yellow on top of it, and then you score massive points even though you want to die listening to the monstrosity yeah, it, you just it created. Sounds- awful and like the then meanwhile you have like this fucking announcer in the background that, that's like whoa the cow's going crazy bro like that's so canada like imagine like, the most straight edge person imaginable like trying to sound like they're on drugs and like they actually like kind of do drug references like wow this music's making me like move my body involuntarily but like they all like they they do things that like sound like someone on molly would say it, but at the same time it, it like this game appeals to children of, uh, of a youth pastor yeah exactly this is the youth pastor <laughs> DJ's favorite video game, 100%. <laughs> I mean, like, on the topic of appealing to the most common denominator, coming off a game like Cyberpunk, I was very disappointed in the customization options. You're able to create your own character, and the customization screen did not even let me choose my own penis at all. Like, no. there were, like Cyberpunk has three penis options, and yeah. while I wish there were more, it still has three penis it, options. It has penis options. Like, Fuser, you didn't have any. Fuser had none. I guess there was a genitalia option in which you could choose a male or female character. However, size, I cannot circumcise my character. Like, at least I feel like there was an inherent, like, oh, this guy, he's probably circumcised. But, like, I I don't want an implied circumcision in my video game. I want... <laughs> Dana's data died inside. Oh He's my like, God. this like this game. I, I I was just so unenthused to play it because I just I I don't like this this kind of music. That is that is my general. legitimate 
And it's it's not a rhythm game thing because I don't care if a rhythm game has bad music. Like I will play a rhythm game that's fun and just like hope they get better songs. But my legitimate takeaway from this game, if we're just going into overall conclusions, I have no desire to ever play this again. And that is Never. really crazy to me and as a rhythm a... game player. This is my favorite genre of all time. And this is expensive too. Sixty bucks. Well, you got it for thirty because you use the Epic Game Store, which is basically spyware. I like I uninstalled the Epic Game Store after immediately installing I it. it. I forgot I got why. It on, uh, on Steam, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It got one on sale for thirty. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say. This game was originally on sale in the Epic Game Store, and I'm like, oh, why did I uninstall the Epic Game Store? And then, like, a day later, I realized that, like, I already got, like, four pop-ups about sales on the Epic Game Store. I'm like, yeah, this is the worst actually, software of I'm all time. I'm literally going to uninstall it mid-podcast, because I get, like, 50 of those. Yeah, I'm like, this is, like, straight-up spyware. Like, go away. Go away. Yeah, Fuser just somehow doesn't work as a rhythm game which is crazy because a this game's expensive and b you could tell that there was a large dev team behind it one the campaign mode is just annoying every single character you interact with you don't want to interact with them and the game babies you to the point where it's like i don't i don't really want to like be doing this right now i almost want to say this isn't a rhythm game as much as it's just like a game that um they had they just wanted to use the music and the game itself is just a vehicle to play the music or something like that so like, it's I, very, very different than traditional rhythm games in that it's not yeah. about passing a song. It's about a score attack. So you basically want to use a five-minute period and mix as many songs as possible to get to the highest score. And you don't really see many rhythm games that are really dependent on score. Yes, the score matters in a game like DDR where passing something with the AAA yeah. versus passing something can with you, the C. Can you even fail anything in this game? You can fail. It's incredibly hard, but it's not necessarily about passing. It's like... It's about getting the highest score possible in this in in a certain fixed amount of time. It's it's not like you are just trying to get through a song in a certain amount of possible. Like there there's no requirement for the most part, except for like weird things in the campaign. But if you're doing like a versus mode, which I actually was unable to do, I actually was unable to connect with a single person online. Nor was I even able to connect to like the marketplace. There was like some weird lag issue. Yeah, this game has like from a competitive aspect is the worst rhythm game I've ever played. The yeah. one saving grace in this game is that some of the older music was catchy enough that I was able to basically base my entire session <laughs> on that song. And there was a reason why I played Sean Paul at the beginning of the podcast. This game was remix temperature by Sean Paul, the video game. Literally it's every single mix. Literally every single mix I had that. All in there. <laughs> I did was vocals with Sean Paul and usually drums with Sean Paul. And then I would alternate like the bass line with another song. Yeah, I, I, I would do Cardi B, like, Bodak Yellow with Char- Sean Paul. That's, that's it was like Sean Paul. You know, ne- uh, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up, and then exactly uh, there was uh, a, Benny, another Benny meme Benassi song too. Satisfaction. Yeah. Exactly. That that was actually like a very common thing I did. Sean Paul is so good. I also did. Um, a f- there were like multiple DMX songs. I will say R.I.P. DMX. I R.I.P. Was very sad to hear the news in DMX's honor. Even though I haven't played this game in a couple days, I did play as much DMX as I possibly could, even though it did not fit with Temperature by Sean Paul very well. I'm actually curious how many people are actually playing this game right now. I think Fuser is an utter failure when it comes to a AAA rhythm game. I it, feel says like... very, it says very positive. 
No, I think that people who bought Fuser who like understood like the same people who like Just Dance like Fuser. Like most people aren't coming into this as a rhythm gamer perspective. It's like I want to play a triple A like for its target audience. It does very well. But I think as a rhythm game, it fails spectacularly hard. I feel like after 2008, when like the recession killed a lot of music game peripherals, we aren't going to see a comeback of triple A console rhythm games like they ever were. It's never going to reach that level of popularity. I really have genuinely think that's how it is basically all the reviews are from it looks like about like 13 year olds yeah no that's that's not surprising like i i genuinely think that this is a game that appeals to 13 year olds who want to be a dj who don't really like like this game has like a surprising amount of customization like yeah there are the four tracks but like the what you could do you can mute tracks you change the do key. a lot yeah you could actually probably create music in this game because they have their own custom instruments that sound like absolute dog shit but yep. you're able to use them. I the fact that the game forced you to use these custom instruments that like literally sounded so unbelievably bad. I thought my speakers were broken at a moment. That, I was, that was surprised. My problem is like the, just the abominations that you create, and you're getting like high scores for doing it. it just it, it was straight up unenjoyable. Like we, I've played like key sounded like music games and stuff like that, and like that is enough for me. But like the things you would combine in this, uh, they're just. So, so, so bad. Yeah, yeah, there was really no discretion. It's not, it's, like, at the end of the day, as long as you were able to do stuff on beat, because the game cared about, like, beats, like, you do stuff on a downbeat. First of all, so that was one, actually a problem. Two, three, four, one, one, two, two three, three four. four. They wanted to do it on one every time. There were very specific sections where you could do it on, like, the third beat or, like, second beat. But, like, sometimes you want to go double time and do one, two, one, two, and, like, switch things up. And, like, and you can't actually do that. The game will no. penalize you from, like, actually yeah. being creative and trying to make things sound good. But, yeah, the the main the main issue, I think, is that... Um, this game doesn't actually have any sort of mechanism to tell if you are creating something good. And I think yeah. they try to do the best job they could of like picking music that does not clash together. But occasionally you'll create something so terrible and you'll be rewarded for it. Like, I wish there was some algorithm or something like what you made sounds like dog shit. And yeah, someone I mean, listened to this on the radio would be do with this kind of game because it's so subjective. Like, it's not like it's it's like a score based, like skill based game as much. Like it, it's kind of subjective if you like the music or stuff like that. Because basically, I figured out like a way to cheat it is literally pick like three good beats and then just pick like every two seconds, just switch a beat from another song to another song. Like boom, two, three, boom, two, three, boom. Yeah, two, exactly. Three, boom. Just and, al- it, like alternating the same same two tracks every single time, and, and you get like max points for doing it. And it's just like, all right, this is the the thing about this game versus other rhythm games is that you're not really incentivized to continue. Like uh, when when you are in a game like DDR. I, I'm going to keep going back to DDR because, of course, it's the number one rhythm yeah. game ever made. Um, when you're playing a game like DDR and you pick a song, like, yeah, you pass it, but you want to, like, improve your score on that song. I and never want to play anything on this ever again. Yeah, no, because there really isn't, like, you're not going back to the same mix. It's like, yeah, like, I guess, like, technically, sometimes the crowd will be like, play a song from the 80s. But, like, you aren't going back to, like, a set thing that you could improve on like you're just randomly mashing up together and then eventually you'll get like a higher score it's like okay i don't really even know what i did to get really no like incentive to do so anyways because you don't you all you get is like oh you unlock shoes yeah i'm not gonna unlock a circumcision option shorts None of them are penis based, but no, yeah, like I didn't care about my character at all. I wore like a gimp suit, like I was just like 
in all black <laughs> with like my entire face covered with like it was actually kind of weird i just and, like the default like hippie guy yeah yeah i probably shouldn't have even cared enough like like they they like tried to a it's like also a case of trying too hard like they had like a little poopy situation where it's like a 10 year old rap producer and i'm just like i hate this character and then like there were a bunch of furries on stage i'm like i feel weird in my gimp suit next to these i hated that that very very first producer guy he was so so annoying he's like you gotta feel the vibes of the crowd bro. it's like they literally took every single stereotype of someone who went to like a club or like a music concert and just like oh, and then dialed. you see like the people dancing and they're all just like yeah they're all just doing like stock like 3ds max dancing uh animations like it's it really wasn't like they were trying to make a plot they were just trying to hit as many tropes as they possibly could he's still dancing it will <laughs> it'll be tiktok based but it was ugh ugh Jesus this Christ. Game sucks. This uh, game sucks. I, I, it was way too expensive. I, I I wish I could refund it but I'm past the refund period. Oh well. Yeah, like, I'm never going to play this again. No, it, it was just a waste of money. Like I, it was I all, paid it's literally, bucks for it. it. It's literally only expensive because of licenses. Uh, I, you, I think I'm going to spend another 40 bucks and get uh, a couple more song the packs. DLC. Yeah, there is actually a lot of DLC. It's like a rhythm game. There's a lot of DLC. Yeah, I'm going to buy them all DLC. and I'm going to mix in Taylor Swift now. I, don't, I honestly, I don't. I didn't even care to check. Like, have no vocals, just have it just the beat in every song. So it sounds like Maybe shit. we're uncool. You ever think about yeah. that? Or just like nothing but vocals? Yeah, we could actually. Yeah, actually, that was one of the worst when you try to mix two vocal tracks together. Now, that, that being said, though, is there any like redeeming qualities? So there were like a couple moments. So I was like, all right, this sounds kind of okay. But then you try something else and it's just like, holy shit, this sounds awful. Because everything is, that it- was redeeming about the game, like just wasn't. Uh, factor that would make me want to return to the game, but continue. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. I'm just trying. Like I've, I've we shit all over this fucking game. I'm just trying to think of like something redeeming. Like I guess there were, like I said, a couple moments where it's like, yeah, I'm like mixing this well. The problem is, is how you do the mix is like it pl- basically it makes all the songs the same length and just kind of like plays through the song. So you don't know what part of the song it's on. So when you try mixing it, like switching from one song to another, you don't know what part of that song is on. So then you mix it and then it's just like at this weird part where it's like fucked up and it sounds like shit. Like, yeah, I feel like this game was just overall bad with like some shining moments of just like, Oh, this mix sounds fun. Or like, there's just like a funny moment in the game. It's like, it's kind of watching like a, a so bad. It's good. Mo- or it's not even so bad. It's a good movie, but like even a bad movie, even watching like the shittiest Adam Sandler movie, there's going to be like something that maybe will make you chuckle. And it's like, I'm not much in this. for that. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like, just like a shitty Adam Sandler movie. There's not much, but like, I, I'm not going to say I was 100% a bad experience. There were times when I was playing this game that I was 92% bad experience. There was times when I played temperature by Sean Paul and then the bass drop from Bodak yellow by Cardi B came in and like, this is not bad. (laughs) <laughs> I'm enjoying this. But yeah. after like the third hour of t- Temperature by Sean Paul and some random mix, I was just like, I'm over Temperature by Sean Paul. I- yeah, I'm then, sorry. And I'm then, sorry. And then, it's, then it's like fucking uh, vocals from... Uh, oh I don't know. There's God. like Imagine like, Dragons. Like some, it's some like, it's stupid like, it's shit. Like you do like Rage Against the Machine mixed with like 50 oh, Cent. Oh, yeah, like yeah. It's terrible. It, like literally talking about like those on the forces like burn crosses and it's just like the fucking beat from never gonna give you up i'm like this is this is inappropriate <laughs> this is i'm honestly upset by this oh. uh, I, I give this a don't play this out of a billion yeah keep in mind i think we were 
biased to actually like the game. So that's like even worse. I, I think honestly, the the biggest part for me like was just the music choice. There's just I like a wide variety of music. This is just like the most generic selection you could ever pick. Like ever, go to like the B ninety six. Go to like the hot whatever. You know, it, it it's going to be that kind of shit. Which maybe it's just not made for my generation. Maybe if I was like seventeen, I'd probably be like, wow, dude, this is my fucking jam. But I'm yeah, not. yeah, I'm honestly conflicted because I feel like I I don't know because like Guitar like, Hero is inherently have, this rock. This isn't gonna have DJ Sh- Sh- Sharpnel or anything like that. Yeah, like, yeah, but like arcade rhythm games, like kind of have like a shock value that I think they're allowed to do less pop shit. But like even yeah. then, they have some pop shit. But like new DDR mixes that come out in console have a decent amount of pop on them. Even when they came out back in the day, like they had pop songs on them. Like they like not well, not crazy. It was like ninety percent original music. But That's the difference is those were fun to play. No, but I think the difference is that you were just younger and like the music more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I generally, I genuinely think that is something generational. I do think that like original music has a massive place in rhythm games, but um, I, I'm curious. Like, if a game like Guitar Hero came out now, I'm not even sure if it really could because even though oh, no one gives tar- a fuck about rock music anymore. Yeah, no, no one gave a fuck about rock music in like 2007 when Guitar Hero came out, or I think that was like Guitar Hero Two. A lot whatever. of people like, did. Uh, no, like it was, was still like more largest, popular. Yeah, yeah. Um, like alternative rock and like metal and stuff like that was like one of the top genres at the time. No, but like the 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 songs that are iconic uh, from Guitar Hero, besides. Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force, which, okay, I was playing Through the Fire and the Flames on Step Mania before Guitar Hero 3. Like, even then, like, the, the songs that were iconic in Guitar Hero were, like, songs from the 70s. Like, it wasn't, like, the pop music, but... No, but, I mean, there was just, like, System of a Down, Slipknot. There were yeah, a whole yeah, bunch of, like, yeah. modern bands, you know, Fall of Troy. Even though rock was waning at the time, rock was still exponentially more popular than it is now. I, oh, I, absolutely, I, absolutely. I, if Guitar Hero never existed, I don't think Guitar Hero could exist now. It wouldn't be as popular. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. Or the music would just be, like, so shit. Like, what What even is a rock song that came out recently? I, I, I think that it worked for us because we were the generation of people that grew up on shit like Tony Hawk. Yeah. That, like, we were, we were, like, predisposed to, like, yeah, this shit fucking rocks and then Guitar Hero. I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit, yeah, like... Have you like, seen like, that, kid, kid, like, skateboarding documentary, uh, uh, ain't no Superman or whatever. It's uh, I haven't, but I know the song. Yeah, everyone knows the song. Like, is that one of the best songs ever made? I'm willing to say yes. I, I feel like it's the perfect song. I bet you would talk to any kid nowadays, and they would have no idea what you're talking about because they didn't grow up on rock music. They grew up on like fucking. Rap if pop. someone, if I mentioned, uh, I don't even know the name of the song, but you know, just just here I am, uh, getting older all the time. You know, Tony Hawk song. If I mentioned Tony Hawk song. And, like, someone didn't know what I was talking about. I feel like I would go into such a visceral rage. Like, I I would just wake up after blacking out and probably be in jail. I don't know for what, but it's just how it <laughs> it's is. It's kind of like uh, telling of you as a person more than anything. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I'm listening to Tony Hawk songs. I need to get violent. I don't think that's, like... I never really- said I was getting violent. I could have, like, blacked out and then, like, I don't know, stole a boat. That's like, pre- there's that's like, options that's like here. Inherent- that's, like, violence against property. Violence against property. What are you like? A fucking like something went wrong in the system. Okay, you used to be punk rock, and now you're talking about violence against property. Listen, punk rock, uh, fucking sucks my cock. <laughs> oh, so does cyberpunk. Cyberpunk sucks my cock. I'm going there. Okay, we're done with the fuser talk. We're going Fuser, into Sam played more forever. cyberpunk in the last two weeks by far. Sam than played he more pl- cyberpunk. It's a new section. Yeah. Well, it's. The last time and first time this section is ever going to happen because I beat Cyberpunk this week. I actually, I played a lot of Cyberpunk. I was, 
I was into cyberpunk, but yeah, I mentioned last podcast that like the more I played cyberpunk, the more qualms I have with the game. And I think it culminated in me playing a shit ton of cyberpunk and eventually beating it. I am very upset with cyberpunk and it's not, it's it's just like a worse grand theft auto with a good story. No, I think where I really got upset is the story. And I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I'm go- I'm going to say this thing and it's not really a spoiler, but like it it there are multiple endings for this game and some are oh, better than others. Oh no. And I would generally consider the ending that I got to be one of the worst endings initially and I had the opportunity to play out. through the game. It's not that I fucked up. I think I made good decisions, and I think that the game punished me for making good decisions. But Cyberpunk is a game, I think, is inherently broken, and fixing the bugs won't fix the reasons why the game is bad. And I will first say that there was a massive, massive, massive patch that just came out, Cyberpunk 1.2. If you look at the patch notes for Cyberpunk 1.2, it's like 500 lines of just, like, individual fixes. However, they made the patch look bigger than it was because nearly all the fixes were like very weird edge cases but there were performance enhancements none that i saw because they were almost entirely on console and like it's great because people who bought the game on console are saying they could actually play it now which is like actually a massive patch going going from unplayable on console to actually being able to play it on console is cool but it didn't fix uh, a lot of the issues like that I was having on PC, especially graphical, but like one thing that I actually fucked up, the police were already bad and they made the police worse somehow. Like now the police are like spawning in buggy locations and like actually like being a much bigger hassle than they used to be. Unrelated, we're, we could talk about like how they're trying to fix this game as much as possible unless they have inherent gameplay fixes i don't think they're going to make this game a satisfying experience the first thing i want to say the first thing i want to say is that this game promises branching paths and longevity but i think that absolutely not at all no no so the game actually has branching paths but i think that their promise of longevity is really 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 shallow in that each there comes to a point where you beat the game, or not beat the game, but you get to, like, the end game, and there's what it calls a point of no return. And once yeah. you get to that point of no return, that is, like, you, you've basically, you're on a gameplay path to the ending of the game, and that path comes way earlier than you would expect, and each individual, like, ending, you get to that point, and then it branches from there. So, like, the actual, like, branching path, the actual longevity of this game is from going on each one of these individual endings. And I hate that because I it, it really takes you out and, like, you aren't invested in this. Like, basically, this game's 100 hours, but each ending is 20 hours in itself. And, like, that's oh, a so long... It's, it, so it's like I don't play all of them. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, I ended up looking up each individual ending because, like, you get you get to the story and then each one diverges so much, like, and it's from, like, a very, very, like, shallow position that, like, I basically have to play a very similar but slightly different game five times in order to get the full experience. And that's not what I want. When people think of 100-hour games, they're, like, thinking, like, you're invested in this character for 100 hours. When you beat the game, and this is, like, kind of a spoiler, so, like, I skip skip, like, 10 minutes if you want. Uh, but when you beat the game, you're basically put right before the point of no return. So, like, everything you do in that very long time to beat the game is completely unaccounted for, and you're basically left... Like, even if you beat the game, you can't play the game after you beat it. The credits roll, and you're, like, right before the point of no return. So, like, 
you're not emotionally oh. invested anymore. Like I, I beat the game. I was so pissed off when I realized this. I just so like, there's looked... no like after you beat the game fucking around. No, and I think that they might be able to rectify some of the situation with DLC, but I don't think they should be thinking about DLC in a game that's inherently broken from the start. Like, yeah. I feel like they should have, like, actually made this game satisfying to play. Well, that's um, what I mean, and, like, a lot of the argument I had when we originally talked about the game is just, like, it, it, there's just so much stuff. Like, everything is just, like, done, like, 70% of the way, and there's just systems and everything that you can tell they had in place, just didn't have time. This game just needed more time. They just, it was too it, uh, wide of a scope for a game. They had to cut things, and it ended up feeling like a very shallow experience. I Don't get me wrong, I had fun with it. I imagine to some extent you had fun with it. Uh, it just, it's a very flawed, flawed experience because of what it's lacking. Like, do you think if this game had, like, another, like, half a year or even a year cycle, this would have been, like, a monumental success? No, I think that this game has inherent flaws, specifically, like, regarding, like, even if they fixed the, like, all the bugs, I think the story is so unsatisfying because of these things, because of the well, fact that, like, there really isn't that much buildup before you get to your ending, and then you have to, like, go well, on a path I and then mean, repeat though, it, repeat like, it, repeat it. No, I, I don't think they would have changed that. I don't. Really? I I genuinely I don't think, think they would have changed that. They ran out of time, so they had to like rush a bunch of shit. No, I think the stuff they ran out of time for is like the actual like world building and that like like all the NPCs look exactly the same and like the police suck, et cetera, et cetera. Like I I think that that aspect is really all they could have proved on. Like they have like the core gameplay is the core gameplay. Like and that's where I have issues with the game. Like the game once you beat it you realize that nothing you did mattered and it makes you upset about what you like the fact that you invested time into it that's how i felt when i played cyberpunk i'm sorry like and would maybe you, would you lower your original review based on that yeah yeah i think that the more i played like i would rate this a solid like if all the bugs were fixed, a solid seven out of ten. I I actually genuinely think this game is worth sixty bucks. Like I, I I think that for the amount of effort they put in, like a AAA title of this caliber is like even if the game runs on your PC right now, I I don't regret spending sixty bucks on this game. I don't necessarily think I enjoyed the game as much as I would have hoped though. Like like you could you could watch like it's like saying like when you go to a movie, it's very rare that you say that movie like wasted my money. Wasted my like. Usually, like, you still, you, you don't question that you just saw a movie, right? Like, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went to the movie, and yeah, it was a lot of money, and I didn't enjoy the movie, but, like, you still think you saw a movie, and that's how I felt playing Cyberpunk. It's like, yeah, I played a AAA game. Like, I don't think I was completely See, ripped that's, off. that's so, like, upsetting to me, the way you described the story, because I, like, I, I played, like, 30-something hours of this game. Um, maybe I didn't get to the point where you were, but, um, I enjoyed the story, like how they role-played everything, you know, the exposition and stuff like that. I felt it was very, very cool. And like how you interacted with like the different characters, different worlds and stuff like that. Some of the side quests were really, really cool, but, uh, that's, it's, uh, really saddening to hear that it's not the case when you get to the end game. Yeah. So, I mean, like, really, I think the story was fine. World building is fine. I just, I thought all the endings sucked. And there was one ending that was good. And I think that's honestly, like, considered generally the ending that people care about. But, like, I feel like the game was presented in a way that, like, once you beat the game, it didn't give you incentive to play it again. And I think that's really stupid for a game that wants to tout, like, a hundred hour experience. Like, when you play a game for, like, that amount of time, when you invest that can, much time in a game... Can I stop you for a second? So when you say a hundred hour experience, does that mean, like, they, when they say a hundred hours, does that mean you beat the game and then you have to play through the other endings and that add, that is part of the hundred hour experience, playing through all the endings? I'm, I'm not, like, talking about, like, what the game actually is. I feel like when a game... Like, okay, maybe they didn't advertise 
specifically 100 hours, but when this game was advertised, it was like, open world, you're fucking never gonna finish this game, it's so goddamn expansive, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, like, I feel like the game actually has longevity, but, like, yeah, it's based on the fact that you have to repeat sections over and over again, like... That sucks. The game just doesn't incentivize you once you beat the game to play it over and over again, like, if the... Games like GTA Five, even though like the story ends, you're just you having a fun time so in the environment. So much to do though. Yeah. Like, there's just like other missions. There's like other people. You can still like they have loose ends like uh, tied up and stuff like that. But if there's just like nothing after this game is done, that just that just goes back to what I was saying earlier. They just ran out of time, and that just sounds like shit they just couldn't do. The thing is though, like there's there's like expansive side quests in this game. Like it just I I wasn't interested based on based on playing the game. And like I may, I feel like side quests and stuff like that like those are things that really really require you being invested in the environment and that's the I stuff that a bunch of the side quests personally. I, I like the bunch of the side quests but like there's at, at the end of the day there's so many like uh, especially like there are certain side quests like find the 20 things and it's like after I played this game and I was disappointed oh, by the I ending didn't do, I didn't do those yeah yeah, yeah but but it eventually turns into that and it's like I if I cared more about the environment, I probably would have cared more to do the side quest. But like the fact that the environment was unfinished, like NPCs kind of suck. This game plays like a worse GTA, and the fact that like I just I didn't even like the main plot at once I finished it. Like I I had no motivation to actually go ahead and like hundred percent this game. It, it wouldn't I'm bring sorry. me any pleasure to do. I, I I like just hearing you going back and playing it more and more and more like every single week. I, I'm very. Um disappointed to hear that it ended up not being like that fulfilling of an experience then because it sounded like you were enjoying it i genuinely think i enjoyed it up until i beat the game and the credits rolled and it was like really that was it like i i it was honestly i just felt like a big fuck you that that was that was really it i i i even think that like yeah i don't know they they canceled the multiplayer uh in the past week maybe last two weeks between now and the last podcast they said they were canceling the multiplayer in order to and it, they, they uh, the cyberpunk dev team has actually said that, like they're canceling the multiplayer port of this game because they want to focus on like fixing this game. I don't think a multiplayer should no game is going to be like GTA roleplay. GTA roleplay is GTA roleplay. I feel like they should not be like trying to emulate that, and I feel like that's what cyberpunk multiplayer would be. Like I even yeah. GTA Five when they actually started online was a fucking mess. And I'm not going to say I know anything about GTA roleplay because I don't give a shit about GTA multiplayer. But I know it's like really a uh, one of a kind sensation. I don't think that Cyberpunk would have ever been no, able they, to emulate that. I, I just think they missed the mark on so like basically every single aspect of this game. Yeah, really I agree shame. with that. I, I don't think they're going to fix it because it's already past the point of no return. You can only band aid things. You'd have to fundamentally change the game from like very basic moments. Um, which I, I feel genuinely if they had like at least another year, they could have made this game significantly better because they I, know how I this disagree. game played. They, they know how this game played out prior to release. Just they didn't have a choice. Yeah. I, I, so, so the thing is like, even though this was a bad game, like I actually do have faith in CD project red given their past history. And I, I know that like the people, like, honestly, this game took like eight years or whatever to develop. Like the people who are on this game may, may, may no longer be like the same company that was like like involved with The Witcher, etc. But like, oh, yeah. I can le- I can legitimately see Cyberpunk two being a very good game if they go that route. But yeah, I can also in, in see ten years. I could also see them thinking that this IP is so toxic that they would just give up on it. And like, they would never they would never be able to release anything with this ever again. Just like the the memes and stuff. I think it's fifty fifty. 
I would almost say like CD Projekt Red as a company is going to have like be hard pressed to release anything at this point because they're just like an absolute laughing stock. I think it's fifty fifty. I think that like you are underestimating the goodwill people have for the Witcher series, et cetera. Like I, uh, well, like, I, I think people I, are also I able to from, turn it I around. Come from Bli- I come from Blizzard where people were literally went through the same thing where we had like, they were the best company in the universe came out with the best games ever made. And then they came out with shit and now everybody hates them. Yeah. Except people like BlizzCon last BlizzCon was still the biggest. Well, yeah, BlizzCon yeah, yeah, ever yeah, made. But like you, you talk to anyone who plays Blizzard game and they hate them the most. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's different. Cause that's like a, toxic symbiotic relationship where like uh, any, like <laughs> I think it's more apt to say like a company like uh whoever made um what's that fucking No Man's Sky No Man's Sky like they've actually pretty much turned around their entire reputation like people love oh, No Man's Sky now like yeah that game is fucking amazing now like cause that game was a fucking joke when it came out yeah, and I like honestly, I feel like No Man's Sky had a significantly worse PR run than uh, Cyberpunk. Like Cyberpunk was bad, but like I feel like people forget No Man's Sky was literally just like it wasn't the game that people bought. No, this was. The, I mean, Cyberpunk was at least the game that people bought. It just a lot of fucking problems. Yeah, it it's like buying it's like buying a car, but like the car you get is it's the same car. It just got four flat tires, and then the other ones like you buy a car, and it's it's just you didn't buy this car. It's like what the fuck? I this is not the product I paid for. Bad analogy, but that's what we do. <laughs> Speaking of analogies, go for it. <laughs> speak speak of them. <laughs> speak of them. Come on, we have topics. Okay. Oh my god. I know we talked about Super Seducer last week with, uh, was it Super Seducer 3 being banned on, uh, on Twitch for pornographic content? Oh, no, it was banned off Steam. My apologies. That's actually um, one last thing I want to say. Like, there are points in Cyberpunk that get, like, straight up pornographic and made me uncomfortable. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm no prude. Nudity is fine, but, like, I don't want to see, like, insertion in my video game. That's all uh, I'm saying. I, f- I, I had sex with men 73 times. You counted. Well, I mean, that's you do what you want to do honor. i also <laughs> my, i carried like 30 dildos at all times i i thought there were actually some inventory woes with cyberpunk but hey i we we, we can have a cyberpunk podcast again but we're not going to because we no. already had half a cyberpunk we're trying podcast to talk about again. super seducer now we were talking about super seducer 3 and how it got uh what's it called it got removed from steam and they just announced that super Seducer 1 and 2 is uh it's not going to be ported to the switch which makes sense because it's typically a little bit more family friendly yeah yeah people people always like to point to exceptions like i feel like so many people point to hypocrisy when i feel like it's more of the situation that everything is breaking the rules and it just so happens one slips through there's there's some like anime weep game that's like uh breast toucher eight like some something obscure that no one actually plays that just happens to be on the nintendo switch eShop. but yeah it's a bad day to be a, a seducer on the internet, seducers are getting canceled. That, that sounds left and right. super fucking. Wrong. Yeah, that sounds like actually the worst. I shouldn't say that. Anyway, <laughs> oh my god, super seducer is kind of not being on more platforms. the The biggest controversy I think is that like he's saying that like he's upset because like they already went through QA and like all these things for the port and like they're losing money because like they actually like really tried about this port and it's getting rejected for what they call backlash. In reference to the Steam, they 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 said if Steam uh, didn't ban it, then Nintendo wouldn't ban it. But I think that they're delusional and just trying to take excuses I, for the but, fact that I mean that, like, I th- I think there's some uh, merit to that though, because if I think if they had went through QA and everything like that, that this would be something that would have gone onto the Switch had there not been 
like you said, backlash or any sort of controversy. Because I know Nintendo wants nothing to fucking do with controversy, so they're just like, nope. I agree, but I also but think I th- that the only reason it would have made it onto Nintendo Switch in the first place because it wouldn't have been as high. Like, the thing is, like, it no matter what would have probably not been aligned with Nintendo's values, but it would have oh, been a much more quiet release if it were to be released. Like, the game Correct. is already on legal, like, gray area because, like, they're speaking of straight-up pornographic, like, the game can be, like, weirdly pornographic with real people which is a very big legal gray area yeah okay the entire game is like everything that they tell you to do in super seducer like don't do that unless you're like like a sociopath and you want to like i don't know just you're a sociopath that's yeah it's a sociopath guide to dating that's that's how you basically said don't do this unless how about just don't do any yeah yeah i realized that yeah don't do it (laughs) don't do it it is a sociopath died guide to gating guide to guide to dating we said the words now. Do you know what else you shouldn't do? What? Make fake cryptocurrencies. Okay, okay. that was more a uh, reflection on society than anything uh, for April Fool's. Actually, we never even got to talk about April Fool's, which I was sad about because I, mean, I like, first hate of all, April Fool's. I do too. I think April Fool's is the worst day on the internet because like, I, I'm over April Fool's and I'm a cynical person and like the entire internet just annoys me on April Fool's Day. The worst April Fool's joke was definitely Teletubbies making their own fake crypto that actually people <laughs> thought was real, even though they said it was fake, because, like, the world is the world, and, like, Teletubbies making a crypto is not that terrible. <laughs> but, could you imagine, though? Yeah, I could definitely imagine. That's the problem, right? I mean, there's, like, fucking literally crypto for everything. There's, like, they made Doge, and now there's, like, Poodle, and then there's, like, Boge. There's, like, like, it, it, like all these alt cryptos are coming out of nowhere, with all these horrible fucking names and everyone's just like shilling them and like every comment section of everything on Twitter is just like, uh, buy blah, 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 buy fucking fuck me in the ass coin. Like, <laughs> fuck me in the ass coin. I would. And just like, I'm so invest. over it. Yeah, I'm over it. I, I feel like it, this would have been a good conversation to have like a week ago, but it's not. So April Fool sucks. Moving on. What's the deal with. <laughs> You, you, uh, we talked about BlizzCon a bit. Have you been going to any anime cons recently? Dude, I've been going to every anime con that has ever existed with no masks, uh, fully erect. No. Okay, um, I'm at least going to, to cons with masks, but, uh, no, specifically, Ska, ska Anime Swap Meet? Or, I, I, okay, you just take this, take this from me, please. <laughs> so, people are freaking out on the internet because a COVID vaccination site was taken over for like a weekend for some sort of anime convention. Um, Sack pe- anime, not ska anime, I just misspelled it in my notes, goddammit. Sacramento <laughs> yeah, sk- anime. Skatcon is, is happening. Skatcon! Shit everywhere. All right. Anyway, continue. <laughs> That's another conversation. Um, and like people are just having fake outrage. Like, oh, well, I can't believe they're doing this. I mean, this is something that's been planned for like ever. And uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal it's for two days not to have, you know, 100 people vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So a vaccination site being taken over by an anime convention. So California bans like, conventions. How? Cal- yeah, it, 100%. And it's honestly not that great either, but like it's not. There are worse things that are happening in the world. Uh, basically, California did not allow for anime conventions to exist, but they allow for swap meets. So SAC, SAC Anime, which is generally an anime convention, uh, decided this year because they probably don't want to go out of business. All these cons cannot afford They're a fucked. year off. They're fucked. We're going to see like an absolute like... 
I mean, we're going to see a lot of new cons form out of this, but we're going to see an absolute like dredge of cons uh, for, for from like 20 to 2020 to 2021, like financial year. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Let's do a swap meet. And it just so happens that like they booked it months in advance. Uh, vaccination site was also using the facilities. They said, OK, we're going to close for two days. I honestly I don't see that many issues because, first of all, I'm getting vaccinated in roughly one week. I don't know about you. But uh, it really wasn't that hard to get a vaccination. And I feel like especially now, especially because the U.S. is like saying that we're going to be able to vaccinate uh, pretty much everyone in the next week or so, like getting your vaccination moved two days, which is what basically happened is not the end of the world. Yeah, that I got being my said, first, I got my first dose and my ass really hurt afterwards. But oh, God, you've taken the Chinese approach with the anal swabs. <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard about that. But like, Wait, is that China- a real thing? No. China is uh, foreigners coming to the country are taking anal COVID tests. I'm not even joking. You could, you could look it up. Like, you could if type you're it just up. like really rich and kinky, do you think they're like... China using anal swabs for COVID testing. Uh, that is that is a legitimate thing and <laughs> it is happening. Uh, but so uh, the the outrage was that they were only making Japanese people coming into the country use them, oh, no. which is like honestly is outrage. But like instead of like making it so that Japanese people don't have to use them anymore, you're like, we're like, we're going to be fair. All foreigners have to use them, which is... Uh, why only Japanese people? They're just like, yo, fuck Japan. Well, I'm not sure... Sh- yeah, I'm not sure if you've looked into Japanese-Chinese I, I know, relations. I, 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 I know, I know, but they're just like, yo, let's fuck with Japan by, like, having, like, a swab yeah, this in fucking head, this fucking headline from the from a month ago. COVID, Japan asked China to stop anal tests on its citizens. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they fixed it. That's, they made everyone that is get one anal of the tests. Best headlines of yeah. the year. Oh no! So everybody, I'm telling you, man, there'd be some kinky rich people going to fucking China just to get it done. I mean, when you have that many rich people going to China, occasionally you're gonna get some kinky ones. I mean, we've all seen Eyes Wide Shut here. Maybe not. I haven't even seen it. So I haven't either. I just saw. I, so I used to have bootleg fucking HBO when I was a kid, and that movie was always fucking on. I just remember everybody being naked wearing masks, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm I'm I've, 11. I've never seen it, but I know what it's about. Out, and that's all I need to know because I don't want to see Tom Cruise hang dong. I don't even know if he does, but I don't know. I just remember naked people. What are we fucking? Uh, we got China, COVID. We were talking. Oh yeah, anime. Uh, like I don't, I don't agree there should be an anime con, but I like understand why it's happening. I feel like when you have, I think the literal headline, if I could recall, COVID nineteen vaccine vaccine site in Northern California closing for two days to host anime event. That's just like a good headline. I understand yeah. why they did it. I understand <laughs> yeah. why they did oh, it. Yeah. I understand it's the outrage. all just uh, like farm rage clicks. Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise naked, uh, something in regards to YouTube kids. What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, YouTube kids is a terrible platform, but I feel like this is not necessarily a, like, everyone knows YouTube Kids is the worst, and really, I, I genuinely think that that YouTube should not allow for people under the age of, like, 18, and, like, I understand they can't do that. That's, like, 90% of the people who watch YouTube, yeah. but, like, YouTube as a pr- uh, platform is so problematic, maybe 16, I don't know, I don't know the exact age we're, like, thinking Well, there's of. no way to, 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 literally every, every single kid in my mall, if I see a kid in a stroll, he's holding their parent's cell phone looking at YouTube. Every yeah, and that's one. it's a problem Every because like one. YouTube as a platform is just like it's it's so vast you're bound to like see some I mean the thing is we both saw like terrible shit on the internet and like we're both extremely well adjusted adults uh yeah, talking totally. into a mic uh at one in the morning about some video games no one cares about. But yeah, I mean like I 
was actually pretty surprised that uh, YouTube was specifically, uh, they're now releasing what they call, uh, what do they actually call it? YouTube discloses percentage of views. Oh, YouTube is calling it volative videos. So they're releasing the views on volative videos. So the amount of views that are on videos that get removed by YouTube. So currently they say anywhere from 0.16 to 0.18% of views on YouTube are on videos that later get removed. So hypothetically, you have a so video it's not of like that much. No, no, that's not that much, but I'm surprised that YouTube is actually being transparent about this. I feel like this is a situation that like most tech companies would just try to sweep under the rug because that actually works cuz like what like Facebook has like 85 controversies a minute and they just don't tell anyone and like Facebook still exists. Like Well, I think the difference right with now. YouTube is like any good PR is good for them because they don't really have any other uh i'm not sure if this is good pr though because like that's saying one in a thousand views basically a little bit more than one in a thousand views on like like what is a video that gets removed from youtube like part of that is going to be like literally just dmca shit like someone uploads some song and then it's no longer able to be watched or it'd be like kids in swimsuits with like a billion views that's the bad thing that's the the one that should get removed but like yeah Yeah, absolutely it is it is bad press when you think about like what these people are viewing but like i'm i'm surprised a i thought i thought it would be higher i thought it'd be probably like one percent of views on like videos that eventually do get removed but b like i think it's actually a good step in in the right direction that's that's all i want to say i mean it's just the problem when these companies get too large it's like you really can't what's the word i'm looking for you can't like view and verify 100 percent of content that's put on your website it just it's impossible it's It's too large a platform it's like facebook like you 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 just can't like yeah and i i think that legislation does try to like fix that but it it just it just is what it is we we as human beings cannot police youtube it's just how it is it's just how I'm gonna start. It is. I'm going to start the YouTube police. That already exists. Isn't that like YouTube like uh, heroes? It's literally called YouTube heroes. I just... remember that came out. I actually signed up for it and then I never heard anything of it. Uh, it, it still exists. You could become an hero if you if we're doing 4chan uh, references. Okay, that was an epic. That's like a really dark meme. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it because YouTube heroes is like the I mean, honestly, if you're like being a mod for YouTube, like you probably have a very miserable life based on the content you have to watch just, and have to moderate. Just like being moderate. a mod of Reddit? Yo, being a mod of Reddit's the worst, but like, at least it's not YouTube comments. Holy shit. Holy shit, at least it's not YouTube yeah. comments. Like, people on Reddit just think they're smarter than their own good. Like, I, I was like reading some Reddit thread. It's like, oh, we're so much smarter than... Fi-. Like, they literally said like 90% of the population is dumber than Reddit or something like that. I'm like, I like, are oh, you... Oh, God. I wanted to comment like, you sound like such a entitled douchebag but i just didn't want to get like 30 speaking of comments the comments that are fucking nuts are tiktok comments man like straight up you like if you make a video and someone like shit talks you you just make a response video immediately under it and just ratio the fucking ever living shit out of them like yo did you do that did the virtual homework podcast diss some commenter i don't even know if we've gotten any comments we have 19 followers we're kind of a big deal dude we had one comment that said like the coolest podcast really okay well that's dope I mean, what what else is there to say? I mean, we're the coolest podcast. Yeah, cha. Are you are you a Chet? Should I just start a calling ch- you that? No, don't ever call me fucking. You just chet. went cha. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you by the beach, brah. I don't, I'm I burn I burn like a fucking lobster. Like if I'm out in the sun too long, I'll burn you like a fucking lobster. You ever go in a pot? Macaroni in the pot? Some wet ass Dana. Hey, buddy. 
Yo, was that a fucking good episode or what? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you did like it. All right, here's what you're going to do. Five stars Apple podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to Spotify. Get all your friends and make them subscribe. Gunpoint. Basically, whatever you can do to make this podcast successful, we don't care what it is. We don't care what the means are. Thanks, gamers. Uh, what he said, but slightly less aggressive and more loving. So we somehow didn't mention this on the podcast, and while it's not episode 50, it's damn near close to episode 50, we have now been officially recording, after last podcast, for a year. Really? One year of podcast. Yes, we have done this for a year. Somehow, we've lived through this fucking quarantine, so we just want to thank you all and give you a shout out. Shout out to the fans. Thanks for listening, Specifically, everyone. Specifically, Big Boat. 35. I don't know who you are, but you uh, have sent me many packages to my house. I didn't even give out my address to please. Big Boat 35, if you are listening, I appreciate you, but not that much. Please stop stalking me. I am so fucking scared right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good.